Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Crypto Masters. We're live, Brian. We're live. And with Bruce. And with Bruce, because this is a little segment we do called Bruce and Blockchain, because that's just what we do. And I've got a little glass that says, Bitcoin, Ooh. I told you so. Nice. Not yet. <laughs> Not but it yet. will happen. I will say this one day. You will. <laughs> just say wait. <laughs> I believe that is true. I believe it's true. That is right. Well, (laughs) here at the Crypto Masters, Brian, we like to share some knowledge we've gained in the crypto space. Um, And this week, or this episode, we're talking about play to earn gaming. Uh, This one, Brian, I mean, we've—if you've watched our previous podcast, we've talked about this play to earn gaming. It just seems like the perfect application of cryptocurrency, whether you believe in it or not. This one is just just makes sense why would you not go uh play and earn if you you know (laughs) like why would you play something else we've talked about it before but um you know it it, it's sort of a can't miss because you have one thing where you know the the traditional gaming world which is enormous in its you know market value um you have that now that's existing and now we have, which also exists, but is, is getting better and will surely um, get bigger than the non-earning gaming world. I mean, you know, we've talked about it before. You got two things. W- when the quality of the games are, are equal, um, which, which we're on our way there, and, but, in one yeah. of them, but, but in one of those, you can own the stuff that you pay for. You can resell it on the open market and make money off of it. You can, uh, in the games where you beat your friends racing or whatever battle it is, you can win actual money or actual tokens that can be converted into fiat currency if you want to do that. I mean, it's just a no brainer. You know, it's a question of when. Yeah, exactly. And and maybe we should back up and just say, you know, play to earn gaming typically is you either you play the game. It's actually pretty straightforward. You either play the game and you earn tokens, you play the game and earn NFTs. Uh, and those are the two main drivers of it. And then, you know, you have different types of metaverse gaming right. or sorry, play to earn gaming. Yeah. But um, but but it's yeah, like you said, it's, it's two things. You know, most people get the fact if I win something, if I, if I win whatever competition it is, I earn the token, which is actual money, can be converted to actual money. The other thing I don't think uh, people other than gamers really understand is the in-game purchases and the in-game rewards that you get, which in the in the blockchain crypto world are NFTs, which means you own them. It's not like Sony doesn't own them like in all the games now or, you know, whatever company owns that game you're playing. You can't take that stuff off of the game. That's, yep. diff- that's one of the that's just such a huge difference. I remember telling, like, you know, I don't really play much video games now, but I was telling Brian about, you know, playing Fortnite when it came out just to ex- see what it was all about. And I told him, like, yeah, it's just free to play, but I did, you can buy little avatar skins and stuff like yeah. that. And I told him they came out with like a Batman skin. And I was like, yeah, I bought this awesome Batman skin, Brian. And he was like, oh, so what can you do with it? Does it power you up in the game or can you sell it later? And I was like, 
no, but I I look really cool. <laughs> so you know, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean that, and that's not you're not the only one, Ross. I mean you know you and you and Connor maybe opened my eyes to the fact that lots and lots of mostly young people playing these games or buying these in-game whatever i mean oh, it can yeah be that are worth nothing yeah. yes it can be skins and, and all that one they're paying real money for it and then two they don't get to keep it i mean it's <laughs> so anyway that's you know the the difference there is obvious to anyone and so when crypto recovers gets out of the bear market and the games continue to improve like they are Mm -hmm. um it's just going to be inevitable the kid or the young or the adult whatever i'm going to play here hmm am i going to play the one where i can just win for funsies or am i going to play the one where i can win actual money and keep my stuff Oh, exactly. Yeah, it's a it's no brainer. I I don't think anyone's gonna go back to playing for nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. once you Not, start, once they try it and and they see the quality of the games and all the advantages, it's gonna be over. And so that's why you and I, as the crypto masters, you know, we're we're trying to educate the public, bring the public, you know, help the public master crypto. Um, that's why in all it's at and all it's uh forms you know right and yeah. that's why we've been and will continue to talk about uh the gaming aspect and especially the play to earn gaming aspect of crypto is just going to be huge and it's going to be the it might be the driver that brings the most people uh first absolutely and all the other 100 percent. Uh, all the other projects that we talk about um, you know, the good ones that, that make it are going to contribute, you know, they, they have all their things they're doing. Um, but the gaming may be the first thing that brings in the most people. And then once those people are into crypto and they're comfortable with crypto, which just keeps getting easier, um, then, you know, they're well, going to for the other applications that exactly. Yeah. These, that all the other things you can do, replace your bank, you know, that's going to happen with them because they're going to get comfortable in it through gaming and you think about the gamers they're a tech savvy people you know yes. um i speak i'm speaking about them like they're aborigines or something like tribal <laughs> people but you know they're they're a tech savvy people you know they're younger they're uh good with tech you know this just seems like you know it's still a learning curve no matter what uh i'm i was a software developer before i got into crypto and i still was a learning curve to learn but you know it was a more graceful learning curve than, you know, someone that's not more technical, you know? So, yeah. Well, maybe before we get started, before we jump in, let's do a shout out to Nick. Oh, that's a good point, Brian. Let's see what Nick. And he's Gray... got a question for you, Ross, cause I yeah. don't know anything about. This. So he says, love the streams, favorite time of the week. It's ours too, Nick. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and he's saying any thoughts on the Logan Paul crypto zoo controversy. So, I'll just pull up the article right here. I actually just had to Ooh. Google it because I don't know too much about it. But yeah, apparently he was promoting this crypto zoo, zoo blockchain based game. Um, it seems like, let's see, uh, what exactly happened? So yeah, players allegedly spent and lost tens of millions of dollars with crypto zoo. Um, oh, CoffeeZilla has been going off on Logan Paul lately. I need to catch up on it. But um, yeah, I'm not up to speed on that controversy. Yeah. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the Paul brothers are in hot water and top of the news again. No surprise, but yeah. we'll get up to date on it and get back to you. All right. That's right. All right. So Ross, we said, you know, we, look, we always want to uh, at least periodically just touch on, um, on crypto gaming, play to earn gaming. And, you know, we just kind of want to help people understand what all is out there. Um, and more than we can cover in any one show, obviously, but we've picked, so we both decided to pick a couple of genres or categories of play to earn gaming, and then just talk about a couple of the projects on each of those genres. So I've picked a couple, my genres are trading card games and auto racing games. Okay. Very cool. Mine are metaverse and a kind of a different one, a party style of game. So. Yeah. You'll have to maybe show us a little bit of that because uh, I'm not really familiar with what I would call a party game. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> can. I definitely uh, can. When it comes um, to a, a play to earn party game, I mean, I'd see a party game like, you know, with red solo cups, maybe, well, maybe, maybe ping pong balls. Or well, I can show you that later too. <laughs> so who goes, who's going first, Brian? Um, I, can, I can go first. So okay. trading card okay. games um you know are big in the in the real world as well um there, there's a lot of these games where you battle i, I think uh, it may have i don't know if it started but one of the earlier bigger ones is the pokemon you know you collect the cards and they have the different powers and um and that kind of thing and there's the rules where you play them out you know and people do this in real life they have their decks and they play them out and then um maybe the one that then took over is the bigger one is magic the gathering which, oh yeah, I heard a ton about that one. Yeah, and I'm I'm familiar with it, and I, I've seen it played, and I had friends who played it. Um, I've never really played it, so I never got to know what all the different powers and things were. But they essentially have this, you know, now on, on a, in a digital game, so that you collect the digital cards and you you make a digital deck. And, and I'm talking now about Gods Unchained, which I think is okay. certainly, certainly one of the biggest. So the first one I'm going to talk about is God's Unchained. Um, and it's a, uh, a trading card game. Uh, there it is. Um, well, there's, I guess, their website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pull up their website here. Right. And so like a lot of these games, you build your deck. Um, and, you know, there's it's 30 cards in, in a deck. And then, you know, they're shuffled and you draw and you only play the cards that are that are drawn but it, you battle so you form your deck and then you battle somebody else and um you know through through the powers that these cards have and the you know the, the life and the uh yeah there you go there, there that's yeah, the game in, in action right so you play your card and then you get to to press like the attack and who you want to attack and then it kind of does it for you like like you're seeing um, there on the video if you're watching on on youtube um so anyway so th this is a uh, it's got a good um community there's lots of people playing this game it is constantly being updated right now it's for pc and mac but uh mobile's in development um i think i understand it's not too far out mm, okay that's cool um, so, you know, it's, it's a strategy game for sure. And so you're trying to attack the other side, you know, has a God in, in, in the back, but you play these cards out front and they both attack and then defend your God. And, you know, through all the various, uh, 
powers and spells and all of that, um, you know, if you reduce the other person's God to zero, you win the game. And if you're in a, a, a game that's a, a play to earn game, um, you know, you can win actual their, their currency, which is gods, G-O-D-S is the token. And it can be traded off. You, you know, you can buy it on, uh, on the Uniswap or, you know, some of the DEXs. Um, so anyways, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. It's on both the Ethereum and the Immutable X blockchain. I think it's, parent, oh, okay. yeah, it's parent company is Immutable, uh, which runs the Immutable X, uh, blockchain. And, you know, they're sort of known for their NFT, um, services really at, at Immutable X, but and that's a big part of this game. So, you know, you're, you ch turn your cards into NFTs. And then you can buy and sell them on, uh, on the open market. You know, if somebody, if you have a card, maybe you have two of them or, or more than two, because sometimes you put two in your deck, but if you want to do, if you want to sell one of your cards, you can sell it either on theirs or on other, uh, I think okay. maybe is that open C or is that their own? Oh, this is their, um, or yeah. uh, it looks like immutable access marketplace. Yeah. So immutable access marketplace is probably the primary one you would go to for, for these cards but yeah you can sell them on you know so you get some good cards hey i got three of these i don't need them. i'm gonna sell one you know you can make some money off of it um so anyway that's cool i'm, I'm learning it now i'm in the early stages i never actually like i said i never <laughs> actually played gods unchanged so there's going to be a learning curve for me so it's going to be uh it's going to be fun oh man some of these card names are hilarious yes um uh <laughs> mutual hatred uh oh. raider captain big bonnie bastard Ooh, that's a good one um filthy. inconspicuous bush hmm. <laughs> this is <laughs> filthy what is going on interesting um anyway so also um it can be played for free i mean like a lot like a lot of these i think you, you can play for free uh, and kind of learn you know but I think if you really want to be competitive, you know, then you got to start upgrading and, you know, buying some cards, some better cards yeah. and things I, like that. But you can play for free, which is nice. I like that feature. Yeah, I, I think that's I, I probably have to say this is a true statement for all the ones I'll bring up and probably yours, too, Brian. But, you know, if you're looking to make some serious money in play to earn, you know, you got to put up some some money too to get these power up cards or players or items you know that kind of juice your stats and points yeah i, um, I think generally yeah. that's true and then i think the other yeah. thing that a lot of people need to think about is you know it, maybe you play these and you win some of the gods tokens and it's not a lot now but maybe you just keep them and then when the uh bear market comes those gods tokens that uh, you know are worth a lot more than they are now and so it might be a delayed payoff on some and these gods are unchained, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got Adam. We got Adam in the house. Oh, Adam. What, what's Adam B saying? He's, tr he's trying, trying to read, to read, read, read your... all my open tabs. So <laughs> well, Adam, there's nothing to see here. Be there's patient. Nothing to hide. <laughs> Be patient. We'll, we'll open them. All right, Ross. I think that's uh, God's Unchained. Trading card game, you know, has all the benefits of um, – sort of the automation you get from having it online. You know what I mean? They, they sort of do the scoring and all that for you. It's kind of, well, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> one key benefit in itself. If you're playing by yourself, you got to keep up with everything. So yeah, 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 that one's a cool one. Some definitely one I haven't checked out yet either, but um, 
All right. Well, let's hear about a party game or, or what are you doing first? Whatever you're doing first. Yeah. So I think first I'll talk, I'll save my party one for later. Cause that's, that's the one I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, but I'll generally talk about, you know, metaverse games. Oh so yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll just pull up, um, let's see sandbox's website. Cause I'll be talking about them in a second, but you know, metaverse games, they're, they're games that can involve virtual or augmented reality and, you know, there's some you can't use a, you know, a VR headset with, but the really the goal or the 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 niche of the game is meant to be immersive. You know, you're immersed yeah. in the game or this open world. Um, you know, typically large maps that you can explore. Explore, and then you've got you know, you can roam around for free and just kind of fart around <laughs> essentially. But you know, there's in-game challenges or quests that you can level up or earn NFTs or you know, coins and game tokens, stuff like that. So that's generally what, you know, we both think of when we think of metaverse gaming. Um, And just to name a few, you know, we've talked about Alluvium before. That's a really exciting one. Um, kind of open world and still not of, live yet though i mean I, I, yeah as i don't think the that whole, one's full gaming yeah. yeah the full one's not live yet but yeah there's supposed to be an open world and then you enter kind of battle arenas with some alien type right. people um they're just see, since, see the link below for our discussion of Levy. yeah i'll put in some links below to our you know we have a full podcast on that one um very excited to see that one come out and play that one um it, it does look good yeah it does look really good um decentraland that one's been out for a long time um but to be honest i'm just gonna straight up hate on that one it's it just feels very clunky it's slow it's laggy um and i've got a great internet connection here you know i've got ethernet connection so it should be or sorry uh uh fiber optic connection at the house so it should be very fast but it just feels clunky boring i don't know although during the tennis u.s open i did do a mini challenge to like collect i think it was like tennis balls in this big room and I got some Grey Goose NFT. Uh, so that's something. That um, something. Probably won't go anywhere because they were giving those out like candy. But I'm um, thinking they're, they're going to improve that. I mean, that, that's a that's a big one. I don't know. I hope they improve it. Yeah, I really hope so, too. Because, it, it. I mean, there have been some reports that it didn't have as much online players that it should have. But, you know, that's um, something we can talk about at a later date. But the yeah. one I really want to talk about is Sandbox. I think that's like... Decentraland, but definitely a step up. Um, but just some background on it: it was complaint. It, it was created by Pixowl, kind of like Pixel Pixowl Inc. Wow. Um, and it was an, originally launched back in 2012. It was like a mobile game where you could create little worlds, and I think that's still live. I forgot the name now, um, but you could still play that on your mobile phone. Um, but in January 2018, they started on a project developing the new version. It was meant to be this 3D multiplayer platform using blockchain technology, um, specifically using Ethereum. Um, but the alpha version released very recently. It was crazy hyped up, especially by BitBoy, uh, if anyone follows BitBoy. But he hyped that thing up and was buying plots of land in sand, uh, in the sandbox. But it launched in November uh, of 2021. Uh, it's, I think it's been a pretty good success. Um, you can use a virtual reality headset, although I haven't used one in the game, but I've just played it through the Sandbox app you can download for PC or Mac. Um, of course, free to play, you can jump in. And, you know, like I was saying before, if you really, if you want to make some serious money, you got to put up some serious cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
in sand in the sandbox, but just some way, just want to briefly mention some ways you can make some money. So you can buy and sell virtual plots of land. And I'll actually pull that up just if you're listening or watching on um, YouTube or Facebook, you know, where you can see it, but yeah, they've got tons of land here. You can see there's some big players, the walking dead as a plot uh, Atari. I think they have a few plots. Yep. Snoop Dogg, Snoop D-O-double-G has his plot. We got Playboy. There's tons of little plots of land here. And of course, BitBoy's got his corner over here, which is pretty cool. But um, there's little plots of land you can buy and then sell, you know, basically like virtual real estate, hoping to go up. And you can like rent plots of land out for all sorts of stuff, uh, host concerts on land. There's all sorts of stuff you can do. Um, cool. But yeah, you know, in, and there's also like in-game item or in-game little challenges you can do to like rank up your avatar, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, All that's right. kind of sand in a nutshell. It, my review on it, I hate to criticize it hard, but it's still like you get in, it's very cool, it works, it uses blockchain technologies, there's plots of land, but it's still like, meh. How do you earn uh, are you, that's just like maybe the, the value of your land goes up or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, well, that's a uh, multiple ways, I guess. Like you could buy some land and hope the value goes up or build some stuff on it and rent it out. Or you can do like, you know, buying stuff in the marketplace. They've got a good marketplace here of like avatar items, special items, stuff like that. Um, so lots of ways you can like rank up and sell your avatar, or sell certain things okay. with greater power, you know, all right. Well, why don't I jump into the second trading card game? And this one I'm going to be much briefer on because I have it, I've gotten into uh, Gods and Chained, okay. but I haven't uh, I haven't got into got my hands dirty in Splinterlands. But Splinterlands. Splinterlands is uh, another one of the big uh, trading card games. Um, a good thing is it's also free to play, at least you know to get you up to a certain level. It's free, which is nice. Um, it's on the Hive and Wax blockchains. Mm, okay. Um, you know, w- without going to covering the same ground again, it's similar to God's Unchained. Um, you know, it's deck building. You build a deck and you have strategy. Um, it's a little bit different because you create your deck and then you enter your battle. And I think we saw this on Alluvium too, Ross. It, and then it's sort of like it's, yeah. it's autoplay. The, the game... Uh, plays it out for you whereas in gods unchained it's like you have turns you take a turn you you see what the other person has out there and then you decide where to attack and and how to defend so you're you're each taking turns whereas on the splinterlands it's um it's an auto battle so you you kind of come come to it with your deck and then the game takes it over from there. So that's just a little bit of a difference. Um, I don't have a lot of uh, knowledge on Splinterlands to comment on on the strategy or how fun it is compared to uh, Gods Unchained. I'll say it seems to be that Gods Unchained has certainly more strategy, um, you know, as the game is going on, ongoing strategy, let's say. Whereas in Splinterlands, it seems like the strategy is building your deck and then and then it's just played out. Yeah, just on the very brief surface, I'm seeing it. It looks like God Unchained has a lot more strategy aspects to it. Yeah, it can be, it is. get pretty complex. So very interesting. All right, yeah. So there's a couple of trading card games, and I may, uh, you know, update some more, especially on God's Unchained as I get playing and 
probably get slaughtered early on, but, uh, yes, we <laughs> want to hear about it, <laughs> but it's just fun. And, you know, one of the way, reasons we're sort of doing this Ross is you're, you're taking it, you know, some, some games, cause you're more of a gamer. I'm a non-gamer. And so, uh, you know, other than the really early days, but, um, you know, but, uh, I like strategy games. And so, you know, I, I can play these and be comfortable. I won't be outmatched by someone like in a shooter game you know, that has lots of experience and I go in there and I'm just going to get slaughtered. Oh yeah. Yeah. The learning curve for those <laughs> is pretty bad. I feel like I got on, like, I used to play Halo back in the day and I got on recently cause I released something else. And I was, I just like stopped after 10 minutes. I was like, I can't, I just walk around and die. <laughs> so it was, it was, the graphics look better though <laughs> of the part of the map I saw. <laughs> Um, all right what's your yeah. what's your next one we're running we're running longer than that yeah we're 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 excited about play to earn we right? are it yeah. just happens but all right, well, uh, my next one i know you're talking about you know strategy wits uh brain and brawn and you just think you know <laughs> immensely to come up with a great strategy this is not that this is party <laughs> style games these are these are, and uh, if you haven't heard of party style games, they're meant to be just very simple controls. I'll pull up my, the one I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Um, Blankos. There's meant to be just super simple. You like the basic controls are, you know, you move around, you know, it's in a 3d world of course, but you move around, jump, punch, maybe some like special ability. Like you fly around uh, for a brief second. You know, they're, they're just meant to be very simple games. Uh, nothing very complex about them. And you typically do like, these very, very brief little mini games. So you, you know, in Blanco's that I'll talk about in a second, you know, you got racing, a mini, mini game that maybe lasts like five minutes max. You have a, a little obstacle course you have to get through. Um, and that's just like Fall Guys. If a lot of people have played Fall Guys, Blanco's is very, very similar to that. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say this is the earning Fall Guys. If you love Fall Guys, Stop playing that right now and play yeah. Blankos. There you go. Just stop, you know? Do What's that right now. I, I mean, is it, a, is it on uh, Ethereum blockchain? So you, you get started with ETH or what? Yeah, that's a really good question. So this one, I know we're talking about play to earn, but this one's just a little different. This is like play to get NFTs. So oh, okay. they do have like in-game currency. There's like Moolah and Blanco's, uh, what is it? Blanco's, yeah, sorry, Blanco's Bucks. Um, but it's just really in-game stuff that you kind of level up and earn as you, you know, let's say it's a race one, you finish first, you get like the the biggest reward amount versus the others, you know, it kind of trickles down depending mm -hmm. on your placing. And then you can buy little nifty knickknacks for your avatar. You can see this guy's got a hot dog backpack glider thing. That's as awesome. Um, you can buy upgraded blankos and everyone has these little blankos characters you play and you can level up and then sell um and you can see you can sell them in the open market though i mean you can you can uh or do you just collect them and well there's a marketplace so yeah so you can sell these blankos in a marketplace uh you can go on and sell them on open sea there's some for some really righteous bucks here you know some good amount like good amount of eth um and i've heard this one strategy like you can buy you can buy four of the same kind and then rank them up max and then combine them all. And then they make like a super Blanco's character that's worth even more that, you know, gets you so more you, power you ups can, and earnings and stuff like that. So, right. So we're talking play to earn here. You can, um, from the game, you can sell stuff on open sea and make actual 
cryptocurrency that can be converted to fiat. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's not really, yeah, nothing in game that you can convert to like ETH or anything. Um, oh, and I don't know if I mentioned, but yeah, it is built on the um, EOSIO blockchain. Oh, all right. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, let me cover uh, auto racing as another genre. Yes. And, bring it. You know, there's the uh, uh, real world <laughs> video games with the auto racing. I remember Connor used to play uh, Forza, which had some really cool cars. Um, so in uh, in the play to earn, there's something called Rev Racing, R E V V, Rev Racing. There you go. Okay. Ross has it up. Okay. Um, yeah, it's on the Polygon blockchain, and so you do pay a little bit of gas. Um, no pun with, intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, with the Matic, um, but as you know, Polygon being the layer two, it's extremely low compared to what you might have been used to if you were on the paying ethereum gas back in the day um yeah who likes that eth gas anyone yeah anyone? no one no one. <laughs> and then they also have rev tokens that that you earn you know in your play to earn aspect of it so it's a racing simulation game um it's it's not free you have to buy your car but um like, like we went on open sea you and i both and uh some really cool cars and and you know they're for like 0. 0.00 something ETH. I mean, so oh, you can yeah. get these. Do I have it up here? Yeah, they're nothing like a this couple one's... bucks, ten bucks. Yeah, now, ten bucks. It here. probably goes way up, and these these probably aren't the fastest cars, you know. That, but you know, you can get going for almost for very little. Let's just say. Um, and they are, you know, MFTs. By the way, it's owned by or was started by. I guess it should be owned um animoca brands so um you know that's a big time uh gaming company it's very into uh crypto gaming there is a car worth 1.3 million it's 999 eth oh my that's the most expensive one quite the range then but (laughs) 10 you know 1.3 you don't have to pay that much so here's the thing though or if you have anything i don't know to pull up maybe not but the um actual uh racing is it's a track and it almost looks like ones you've seen in video games before um my only possible concern about the game is that it's not a big deal but it's just a a three-lap time trial so when you're in the competition to earn you you do this uh there it is um you do this track for three laps and it takes your time Oh, oh there you go so, I mean, that's that legit racing, me. but it's not like you're head-to-head. You're not racing your buddies at the same time. It's a time trial. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just something to, uh, to keep in mind. So another game uh, that I'm going to mention here, Ross, because I know we're tight on time, um, is Nitro League. It, it's kind of more of a, a, a racing metaverse, whereas I see um, the Rev Racing mainly focuses on the cars and the racing um the nitro league tries to be i think more of a metaverse um i think sort of showing off your assets seems to be a bigger thing on uh on nitro league getting the power-ups and things like that so it's just kind of a different focus well Um, well, brian if there's one thing i like to do it's showing off my assets so that's what (laughs) i like (laughs) and i mean to be honest on both of those games the cars are, are 
look super cool. I mean, they're amazing. Yeah, these look, so that makes it fun to drive. You know? Yeah, maybe Nitro Arcade, if I could say anything. You know, I don't know much about it, but these look more like futuristic cars where rev racing was more, more, more like modern. Day. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. So. Right. All right, so that's a couple of different uh, uh, genres that we've made. Well, I guess that's four different genres we've just sort of briefly discussed today. But I think next time or another another time, Ross, we come back, we just cover some other genres. We didn't do anything with shooters. You know, we didn't do anything with the, uh, I don't know, the battles. Um, you know, all kinds of genres we didn't cover. So we can come back with another show and talk about some more of those. And Yeah, that's a good point, Brian. I'm excited for it. And if I could say one last thing, you know, most of these play-to-earn games are still very much in their infancy, but we've got a bright future ahead. I know you're, you'll probably play some of these games like, oh, that was boring, lame, whatever, but we're getting a lot better. I mean, like two years ago when we tried to play some of these play-to-earn games, Brian, right, I remember right. getting on Decentraland, like... Yeah. I remember being like so disappointed right. <laughs> getting on like, oh, and I'm even, on the metaverse. Like, wow. Even is- Axie Infinity, you know, a- after like the buildup. That's a big one. Yeah. For for Axie Infinity. And then, I, you know, you get on there and it was kind of like, oh, I got to do that and that and that. But it, it just, to me, it took so long before you could really get going. And there was no free. Oh, exactly. Uh, to my knowledge, to what I could figure out, there was no way to kind of play it for free. Try it out. See if you like it and stuff um so yeah oh, that's a really good point yeah it, it's definitely everything's improving and and during this bear market crypto gaming is just going to get so much better that you know by the time the uh crypto markets turn around it's going to be hit hit the ground running i mean the point i the lot la- i mean i'm saying a ton of last things but the last thing i'll say brian is i'll know we've made it in play to earn gaming is when we have a triple a shooter like a call of duty or a halo that competes with the top dogs i mean yeah that will see a major industry to shift or disruption if it's not by one of the big players like epic games or you know right. uh, Treyarch or something like that when a decentralized play to earn has more players than the biggest uh centralized games then that's that's when we made it and the tide's just going to turn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. What do you think? I think we should, uh, we should wrap this up. We, uh, we rambled on, but it's an important topic. So, uh, we'll keep rambling. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Guys, thank you for stopping by. You know, we're the yes. crypto masters. We've got so much more topics to talk about in the world of crypto endless. You could say but crypto gaming is definitely on our top top of our radar so stay tuned for more crypto gaming and let us know if there's some crypto games you want us to check out next that's right go to thecryptomasters.com peace out everybody peace out everyone